Episode 3 of 9 Erotic Deceptions Attention! This audio entertainment must be restricted content for mature listeners. We also refer to Episode 1 providing further details about this restriction, a recommendation for parental guidance, and related info. Part 2 Third Section As mentioned in the part named Background of this fiction, I'm using this section to continue discussions about my favorite variances of the 69 position. When asked why I'm telling this despite of the fact that a 69 works for two participants and not a menage a trois, I just answer, compared to one coitus where penis enters vagina, a 69 works for anyone or nobody. After all, I would not expect getting pregnant by doing fellatio while getting cunnilingus on my vagina. Threesomes of fits never compare to intelligent human couples who procreate and multiply by tradition. Fits have no good brain among them to figure out how farming gets efficient enough to feed a growing population of them over centuries. Their travel route receives no intensive sunlight for millennial times. These dolts would even run out of fuel if they had energy-efficient electric light bulbs to ramp up crop production. Weak starlight can barely be utilized for better farming. Thus, on average there have to be only three fertile women and three male breeders amongst them. Any more of them on average would increase their number so much that all their food resources are getting depleted long before arrival on a habitable planet. Fertility happens at the right time when it doesn't occur at the wrong time. Giving the wrong time a low chance of occurrence, any fit has to be brought into an appropriate position. To catch the attention of wanton fits with images, the nude models on display also have to pose in appropriate positions. Images shall display the sexy bodies of ladies in the act of getting their partners alternately nined into 69 positions. Genetic traits as usual favor biological couples. However, one out of three married individuals inside the ship happens to consist of machinery with artificial body parts. In this case, depictions of oral stimulations on an ordinary plastic massage wand shall look very tempting like oral performances on biological body parts. Marriage between a pair of husbands and one wife has more than only biological functions. Therefore, one male from the pair of husbands must be represented by a unit of dull machines. Those units might be called twibbets to make clear they shall never become biological creatures. Every twibbet exists in the form of two identical robot twins with only one of them being around in domestic places. One robot twin has to act as a domestic husband while the other one works in a production facility or takes oneself into repair. Robot twins come together in a test facility from time to time to get a performance check. The robot twin with better performance goes home while the other one receives maintenance and repair. Freshly repaired, the robot goes into a production facility to produce machine parts. Robots also work in the industry to assemble consumer products like face towels and hollow strap or on massage wands. While I'm writing this in the year of 2014, I'd like to mention an interesting item called vibrating hollow strap or on.
Robotic vibrating male extension can be read on the package of this approximate 15 cm long and 4 cm wide penis extender. It's not that I'm commercially advertising the item from the brand 7 Creations in Hong Kong, but it can be found among the goods in stores where sex toys are sold. A snap-on harness makes this battery-powered object comfortably wearable for a man or transsexual when length and thickness of their natural organ has not sufficed to penetrate a giant S crevice much fillingly. Rope check and handcuffs in a comic. Good old stuff for thriller buffs. How ironic. Intro for part 3. If you think Prissy will have a way out of her inferior position, consider this, if our pet ought to be petite, we will just lead her on a dog chain. If our pet ought to be tall and huge, we will apply a bridle to her. A human donkey will never be muscular like a riding horse, but who cares? Yeah, with her spine upright she might carry my weight. Wait, I got an idea. What about a human dogny, a blend between dog and pony? As for her language, a blend of wow and Winnie would do. So when she says wow Winnie, it means yes. Not good for our pet. Her average legs and lowness make it difficult. She wouldn't want to imitate a lame riding vessel. Alright, I got a better idea. In playing a mixture between pet and farm animal, Prissy would enjoy her usefulness very much. Would it be okay when she belongs to the pet cow species? Ah, uh, yes, okay. That might do the trick. Now, Prissy, come here. Said. You will be, er, our, cow pet, er, pet cow. A human farm pet of the pet cow species must handle certain vocal noises. Barking noises wow and woof are blended with the lowing noise, moo. Let it be woo and woo. Now listen, Prissy. From now on, woo means yes and woo, woo, means no. Do you understand? Woo. You nearly got it. But correctly it sounds like woo. Try again. Do you understand? Woo. Perfect. Good pet cow. Also remember, woo, woo, means no. If you are mindlessly ready to treat us the obedient way I told you, try learning how to give milk. And hey, since you are already owned by two dominant dolts who gave you permission to get milked by one of us, I would rather be pleased to eat a certain kind of cheese one day. Now, Prissy. Don't forget, woo, woo, means no. Hey, what's the matter? Are you getting disappointed? Woo. Uh, woo woo. You nearly got it. Okay, where were we? No, don't talk. Just use your muzzle to open that zipper. Be careful, don't bite when it's open. Alright, that's a good pet cow. Now, Use a hoof to massage our guest. Be careful, don't kick. Oh yeah, I very much enjoy the experience of being a human pet cow's co-owner today. It requires three players for a menage a trois because of my eagerness to share. Now, interrupt pet play and get through all sections of part three to find out how. Part three first section. What happens if Fitz travels straight towards the sun to find the best planet? What if they are not going to check out the tiny moon demos at all? Eventually they might be put off by the cloudless atmosphere of Mars. Then what? 
Yeah, let's take them to Venus. Wait, did I spell out the phrase let's take them in the previous sentence? Okay, have it checked, oops, I did. No, no, I don't mean we can take them there. Um, I don't mean I can help in this case. How would it all end if Venus may already be inhabited by a couple of aliens? Anyways, I don't want to send anything to Venus because my horoscope makes me feel there might be bad luck there. Landing a probe on DMOs instead of Venus looks like a safer job. What does the word or the name Venus mean to different people anyways? Dictionaries reveal, a Roman goddess of love. The second of eight planets in our region. Mollusks, if Venus is written without capital letter V. That's just it. So far as common knowledge indicates, Earth seems to be the only planet in this solar system where plants and animals are living. Nevertheless, one or another dolt might believe something different in hindsight to Venus. This dolt might or might not even exist in reality. Now, forget reality and start getting used to a few prospective dolts who believe in an already colonized planet Venus. According to my old calculations there are up to nine detestable aliens hidden deep inside Maxwell Montes, the highest mountain on Venus. Yeah, nine extra detestrials, that's how to call them. Who believes in this Coloisatio fantasy after competent space authorities brought some probes there and found nothing but a scorching and lifeless ground? Perhaps nobody. Okay. We might get a chance to think about a dull old hag who happened to behave enough when she was younger. Her aliases seem to be sea bitch and I can poop anus, but she's only a dolt who loves to perform one and another fellatio on a fairly worn out rubber massage wand. How good it tastes to lick it after it probed my anus. No, no, it's not always dirty, I clisterize it regularly. It's... Also good to mention a similar concept in geometry between rockets and massage wands. Both are shaped to push through. Enemas with a rectal syringe just help to explain an advanced concept as I got my colon pumped full of water including a few spoonfuls of yogurt. Oh crap, it's coming out, ooh, gnnnnn liquid gushes into my cleaning bucket. Would the concept not be called a fuck it if my massage wand looks like a rocket and my cleaning bucket represents a solar sail? Imagine the liquid gushing out like solar wind. Let's go and turn DMO's probes into fuckets. Getting pushed by the solar wind, a fuckit always moves towards Mars and by no means towards Venus. Who wouldn't love interplanetary travel this way? Telescopes equipped with motion detectors must be available to find any possible asteroid just before it's being closer to us than the orbital path of Jupiter. One large rocket works to carry two fuckets beyond Earth orbit. The first fuckit will move towards the asteroid in the attempt to get the attention of its inhabitants. When they look at the large erotic image on that fuckit, they might scan the environment for more. Then they have to detect the second fuckit and check where it's moving. Yeah, the second fuckit moves towards Mars. 
The erotic image on it makes these aliens wanton and they come closer. Then they are being pulled down by Mars gravity. The asteroid with their ship will fall, crash and burn. Nice, eliminated. Retodophilia might require the right handling to play it safe during any fuck-it maneuver. Retodophile dolt lovers might otherwise cancel a fuck-it maneuver to avoid the extermination of one or another alien. Therefore, it helps that I'm a retarded human myself. This condition leads all human sympathy of dolt lovers away from any asteroid. Part 3 Second Section Large surface space on any solar sail has to be utilized to paint erotic images on it. They have to deceive fits who might invade us. Thus, pictures with nine erotic deceptions shall be painted on solar sails. We already know five erotic deceptions as follows. 1. One female giant for two petite men. 2. Artificial extensions to revamp the undersized body parts of petite men. 3. One woman for a biological man and his artificial fellow. 4. The 69 position in microgravity. 5. A wife getting symbolically sandwiched with penetration by a twibbert after being on top in 69 position with her biological man. Well yeah, those might be 5 out of the necessary 9 erotic deceptions to attract wanton fits. We will probably find out about the last 4 perverted peculiarities now or later, yet. As we don't know them entirely, they may be variances of the first four. Actually, I don't know how muscular and trim a fit must be to look sexy. Of course it wouldn't be wrong to argue that some frugal diet and cycling make a biological body firm. Reduction of body mass also happens from going hardcore in bed together instead of doing meditation on a yoga mat. However, there's this problem with food for energy. Cycling and group sex require to eat more food than what's needed for meditation. Freaks who sit calmly in a yoga position burn less calories. Due to limited power for farming, food consumption gets too critical on the ship. Biological fits stay for more than half of their time in hibernation. How else can those nincompoops live on without running out of food? Yeah, they are getting lazy to burn less calories. Oops, now it looks like we stumbled over a new idea. Hibernation looks great to define another erotic deception, calm, lazy cunnilingus and fellatio in bed. Keep focusing on eventual weaknesses of any dull fit. One great weakness must be the increased metabolism that aerobic activity like cycling and gangbanging causes on the body. Fits would be eager to consume less oxygen and food despite of much action. Thus, more than only lazy cunnilingus and fellatio as a calm way to decrease consumption would be interesting. How about gender reduction? Less gender, less individuals who consume oxygen and food. We conceive two genders as needed for our being. At least from our human point of view one couple instead of only one individual fit must be there to multiply. Are there no hermaphrodites in botany and a number of animals? 
For uninformed freaks like me this poses a difficult question. Actually we only need to care about sperm banking instead of hermaphrodites for gender reduction. Cryogeic temperature helps to preserve sperm for decades or perhaps more than one century. Thus, we don't know if it's really necessary for all new generations of fits to be of two genders. Generations without men might exist due to sperm banking. One of our erotic deceptions focuses exclusively on females. Thus, they are getting deceivingly nined, not sixty-nined, into wanton autofellatio attempts. Requirements, flexible body to bend over very much and a long tongue to lick the own vagina. Astronaut calls shave sexy bums, go photograph the marching time. Part 3 Third Section in the previous section we put together seven erotic deceptions as follows, 1, one female giant for two petite men, 2, artificial extensions to revamp the undersized body parts of petite men, 3, one woman for a biological man and his artificial fellow, 4, the 69 position in microgravity, 5, a wife getting symbolically sandwiched with penetration by a twibbert after being on top in 69 position with her biological man. 6. Calm, lazy cunnilingus and fellatio. 7. Autofellatio attempts. Whatever the remaining two erotic deceptions are, let's hope to find out in this section. Who am I that I dare to find out? Call me Lady I can poop of Her Majestic High A the Viscutis of Anus. For now Anus has to be described as a zero-meter county somewhere in the east-wester realm of R.C. We might find R.C.s in this realm amidst the mysterious R.S. Holy Crater on the backside of the Orth Souther Moon. Native German talkers like me like the idea that the only Europa where life goes on could only be their continent. Well. Europe means Europa in German. Feudalistic Europeans have no different idea. They favor no other Europa but their continent. Now, they rather favor Jupiter too, the sixth closest moon of Jupiter. Thus, nothing less but the largest planet in the solar system became of interest to them. Jupiter comes after Mars in distances from Earth. Therefore, it receives even less sunlight than Mars. Feudalistic Europeans might venture to dusky places. Aussies, beware of their dark force. Aussies will never be ruled by a potentate who engages in extraterrestrial European investments. They will not allow that, just because they like their Middle Age tradition. It began in a European lake in the year 169. Then, 900 years later, in 1069 when fishermen um, um, that's a long tale. Thus, long story short, just another 900 years later in the year 1969 the feudalistic Europeans happened to get busy. One decade later, Voyager 1 began photographing Jupiter. Certainly, another decade later, Galileo got launched. Its data supported the theory of a liquid ocean under the icy surface of Europa. And another decade later, in 1999, 
a necessary change to the software of Galileo was made. After 1999, nothing might be out of question why the change to the software of Galileo was made. Officially it was done to allow autonomous recovery for the onboard computer after one kind of inconveniently triggered reset. Were we Aussies too focused on the Y2 Kelvin problem, also known as the Millennium Bug, instead of Galileo's computer problem? In any case, we weren't focused to think about the very reason why inconvenient resets happened too often. Believe it or not, the reason was nothing but current leakages in the power bus caused by Jupiter's radiation. Wait a moment, did I mention radiation? That troubles me. If it's a fact that not only the Sun emits radiation, but also Jupiter, it could become electric energy, right? That means, aliens from outer space use it instead of solar power. Thus, they come for more than only visual erotica, because they keep doing well without light. Here we Aussies have to come up with the last two out of nine erotic deceptions. The eighth deception would be autofellatio attempts with closed eyes. However, who wants their eyes pasted up with dried up remainders of female ejaculate anyways? And the greatest possibility for the ninth deception we Aussies can imagine has boiled down to flatulence hellatio. If nincompoops don't see, they go for clean tones and raunchy odors. <laughs> Aliens in Moscow, flee from dust, Olympus, Monswell, give trust, climb marching crest, marching crest, marching crest, go, flee from dust, go, go, check your wrist, with your marching lady when dust off slow, things get shady at the mess up, tailored treasures, youth, and plateau boots that always produce bad light, modeling without fashion, or leaving earth without any ration, dusty lips do nothing but break trips to the highest gold ref, you're really gonna do it, Trump dresses you. Whirlwinds in the blue Those sparkles fly Darkish brown the sky oh. Go retreat the miles, go Keep from dust, Olympus, once we'll give you trust Climb marching crest, marching crest, marching crest Go flee from dust well as on Mars go, flee from dust, Olympus, Monswell, give you trust, the marching crest, marching crest, marching crest, go flee from dust, go, go check it out, they're trapping away on the longest rocket, listen what I say about clouds of dust, going away in the wind, away from the crest of the tallest massive, go, check it out, they're trapping away on the longest rocket, listen what I say about clouds of dust, going away in the wind, away from the crest of the tallest massive, the world on your shoulders, you're holding up boulders, together onto planets, same beats, same rhymes, and pictures to see from the Olympus colony. Astronaut calls shave sexy bumps. Go photograph the marching champs. Go retreat the mask. Go flee from dust. Olympus monster give you trust. Climb marching crest, marching crest, marching crest. Go flee from dust. Aliens on Mars. Go flee from dust. Olympus monster give you trust. Climb marching crest, marching crest, marching crest. Go flee from dust. Aliens on Mars. Go flee from dust Aliens on Mars Go flee from dust 
Fellas and Moscow, please and us, Olympus, once we're giving trust, I'm marching heights, marching heights, marching heights, go free from us, go, go, check your wrist, you march a lady when dust on slow, things get idiot, but mess up, David precious youth, the plus or boots that always pollutes, bad like modeling without fashion. Leaving earth without any ration Dust your lips and nothing but brick trips To the high school there if you're really gonna do it Time presses you Whirlwinds in the blue Dust particles fly Darkness brown the sky Go! Go free the miles, go free from dust Olympus once will give you trust Climb marching heights, marching heights, marching heights Go free from dust Well as a mass goal, free from dust Olympus once will give you trust Climb marching heights, marching heights, marching heights Go free from dust Go, go, climb high, but that's not get in Go near the sky, you will win a balloon my stay Stay still on the ground, drop it from the weight Go climb high with us, go spin Go to the sky, you will win the balloon might stay You must stay still on the ground, drop it from the weight The world on your shoulders You're holding our boulders Together on two planets Same beats, same rhymes And pictures to see From the Olympus colony Astronaut core shape, sexy bumps Go photograph your marching and jump Go go to the mouth, go flee from dust Olympus months will give you trust Climb marching heights, marching heights Marching heights, go flee from dust Well as the mouth, go flee from dust Olympus months will give you trust Climb marching heights, marching heights Marching heights, go flee from dust Well as the Mars Go flee from dust Well as the Mars Away from dust. Go! Music. On Mars Go. Jamming Remix. Track contains a derivative from Perpetual Motion by Destination underscore Altrove under a CCBY 3.0, which in turn contains the below mentioned rap by Donnie Ozone. Lyrics and vocals contain Robomoon's version of Donny Ozone's rap Perpetual Motion under a CCBY 3.0 license, all on Nexter.org. Names and so on. The fictional content called Nine Erotic Deceptions shall not be mistaken for an audiobook. It shall neither be mistaken for paperback books like Erotic Deception nor ebooks like Erotic Deceptions or any other book. Even when its length compares or exceeds the average of a short novel, it shall just be called audio entertainment to make confusion with an audiobook unlikely. All characters, buildings, products, etc., included in this content are fictional by default and the perverted fantasies of its dull author. So they were not meant to be real if they look like traits and names of real people or organizations, whatever. The author's female gender may also not be real, but who cares? Even her name Nine Kampu Panis would barely pass for more than a nickname, though 2014 as the year of publishing and Europe as the continent where it got written truly exist. By way of exception, all data in the following section resources contain no fiction at all. Locations like countries, celebrities, historical events, and various matters of other public concern like famous brands, etc. named or described, may be real too. Resources The Rise and Fall of Artificial Gravity BBC.com, January 21, 2013 Citations with Sentence Shortening Alterations, Researchers at MIT 
for example, have conducted a series of experiments using a small centrifuge. The setup has a habit of giving people motion sickness, particularly when they move their head. The experiments suggest that regular sessions on the wheel can offset, and so on, weightlessness. Cited part of the article is linking to the article Artificial Gravity in Space, Vestibular Tolerance. From Acta Astronautica. Cited part also mentions motion sickness, though not acute as their reference from Acta Astronautica defines. Artificial gravity in space, vestibular tolerance assessed by human centrifuge spinning on Earth. Antonetto, Lynn Arson, Sundberg, and Prampero 1. Acta Astronautica, Volume 27, ScienceAdirect.com, July 1992. Published by Elsevier Limited. 1992, Abstract. Citations with sentence shortening alterations, to determine abnormal stimulations of the vestibular system due to Coriolis cross-coupled accelerations, thus leading to acute motion sickness, AMS, the conditions of a rotating environment, and so on. Subjects, pedaling at 50W on a cyclorgometer during centrifuges spinning, were asked to move the head following an AMS provocation protocol. None of them developed any AMS, and so on.